All right, hello and welcome to the, uh, I forget what number of B-side this is. This is a B-side anyways. It's episode number 52 of the At YouTube podcast. We are uh, doing a quick B-side to sort of recap and discuss the uh, Facebook Live event that you two just did uh, covering the Joshua Tree. We'll have a link in the show notes to where you can find that if you happen to miss it. But uh, facebook.com slash U2 I think is where it'll be posted. And uh, on the call with me are Tasula. Hello, Sula. Hello. And Aaron. Hello, folks. And new new at U2 staff member and new to the podcast is Sienna from Cambridge in England. So welcome to the show and welcome to the site. Hey, thank you. It's good to have you on the podcast. And as a new member, there's a whole bunch of new voices, hopefully, but definitely new staff folks that joined at U2 recently that you'll be meeting as you read and listen hopefully, uh, to the podcast, read, read the site, listen to the podcast, obviously. So, um, I don't know we want, where we want to start exactly, but, uh, they did, you two did 11 questions, uh, ish on the, the live thing. And, uh, they had some, as Aaron was saying before, and we, we, they had some technical difficulties about seven, eight, 10 minutes of like technicians just talking, all that kind of stuff just to get the live stream set up. I don't know if that's, um, that's often, it seems like streaming live, as we know here with the podcast, can often be wrought with technical issues and difficulties. And as we all try and pretend we're a big uh, TV studio, in real- reality, we're just in a basement. But I was kind of surprised that U2's technicians wouldn't have that all figured out, whoever they're doing that with. Any thoughts from the... Yeah, it was a little strange because I thought the audio levels were a little low on um, the main camera. And then obviously when the cameras switched across, there was different angles, the voice levels went up. And what didn't work was the video questions. Obviously the band missions hadn't worked that out because they were talking over each other. That was quite weird. Yeah. But but good to see the guys anyhow. That's the important thing. It looked like it was the main room at uh, Electric Lady. So that was good. Yeah, we've sort of seen reports that, well, we have uh, from our own uh, staffer <laughs> meeting Bono in uh, in New York. So obviously the whole band is there now. Um, Sula, how about you? What was your sort of overall impressions of the, the live? Yeah, I was a little frustrated. They didn't kind of troubleshoot that because there was a lot of us in the actual Facebook um, platform that were commenting, you know, it's too quiet, guys, or we can't hear Larry, we can't hear, you know. And, and so I'm surprised that they didn't just pause and start over or pause and fix what was broken because it never really got resolved. It seems like they didn't even bother with like a stand-in and just do a test earlier of some sort because yeah. a lot of that would have been fixed by just having you know stand-ins yeah. to check out mics and recording and somebody check out the live stream and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, a band would know how to do a sound check, you think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was obvious that, uh, as per usual, anyways, it seems Larry was a little bit of a reluctant member of <laughs> of the discussion, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and uh, the first question was, what song are you most looking forward to performing? He just said all of them. <laughs> and then said exit. Yeah. Then he said exit. Yeah. yeah. But to the, that was because the second question was from a drummer asking exit. He's looking forward to, to playing exit. And then he said, well, <laughs> that's my favorite song or the song I'm most looking forward to. <laughs> the, the questions overall were very good, actually, because I thought it would be a little bit frivolous, but it wasn't. It was, there were some fairly good questions there. I particularly enjoyed the one about Ticketmaster and the secondary ticketing. I was glad they addressed that. I thought that was mm. good that they answered it as best as they could. I mean, yeah. very democratic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I was. Uh, they couldn't say this is what we're going to do now or anything like that. Obviously, but just in terms of at least acknowledging the issue and making people that know that they're aware of it as a band, not just at you know record label or ticketing level. 
So, mm-hmm. um, the, I mean, the, the question about every album being inspired by a pair of shoes was, it was a funny one, but obviously not on the more serious side, but, and it gave Edge the opportunity to throw in a nice dad joke. So there was the question of Adam being a good host when he was, re- where, when they were recording the Joshua Tree, which, you know, he responded with, it wasn't exactly his house at the time, but then he, he did buy it. And, um, so there's art, you post a link to the article on at uc.com about sort of the secret history of the Joshua Tree that fans might have a little more detail on or find out a little bit more about. Yeah, that was an interview that Danny Lanois did back in 2007, I think, for the other anniversary. So, um, But it is interesting. It goes into a deep history of the house and, and talking about how they discovered that 200 years to the year was the first time that people inhabited the house. So I thought that was kind of a cool little detail. And that was also where we first heard Larry's horn that he was apparently given. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have one for yeah. us today, Chris. I was tempted to have it. But what, what was that horn? Uh, there was a horn going through it, and I wasn't too sure if it was that a was truck house. Time- I was a timekeeper. I thought it was yeah. because that, that that part of New York there is pretty <laughs> noisy. The traffic in it, in any case, I just thought it was some fella pressing the the horn in his truck or something. Thinking, oh, yeah. what's he doing? Larry, Larry was that fella. Yeah, I think that's ah. why. He, well, I think that's the only thing I would bargain. That's the condition he had to come on the show, but I'm not. Ah. 100%. <laughs> and of course, they had some celebrity guest questions, fake cele- or well, real celebrities, you know, masquerading as <laughs> Chris uh, Springsteen from Jersey, asking what song are you mad you didn't put on the album? Which I think was a, that was actually a good question, uh, and it was kind of interesting to hear. I know I'm sure Tassilo got a little buzz or whatever for edge saying heartland I totally did. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm impressed that you remember that that's the song i would have swapped out for trip through your wires because yes that i've always thought heartland belonged on the joshua tree so that made my heart warm when he said that yeah that was great when he said that i'm i, I agree with that Tisula. that was a that was a missing song wasn't it for sure yes fits in perfectly and maybe they'll be inspired to play it maybe. on the tour oh i hadn't thought of yeah. that that would be great how about you, Sienna? What is there? Is there a song that you're a B-side or whatever that you're a fan of that you didn't get to participate in the album by album dis- discussions we had? But just is there a B-side from Josh Tree era that you're fond of? Um, favorite? I think it'd have to be sweetest thing, to be honest. Um, yeah, I I'm not I'm not so keen on the B-sides. I like I like the classic album. Yeah. Um, yeah, trip through your wires. I, I I get what to see the saying about Heartland, but I think I'd have to save trip through your wires. Nice. One thing to say about the the B sides, though, Sienna, is of all the albums they've done, it is the the, the best part of the B sides. You know, if you think of all the other albums they've done, this is definitely the the album where the the B sides are the strongest. I think. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, and of course they related the story, uh, a fan had asked about the story of Brian, you know, coming close to trashing where the streets have no name and called out uh, Pat McCarthy for saving <laughs> the recording and, and allowing us to hear that. And as well as uh, allowing Adam to throw, they had a, a fun little inner play about, uh, Brian, Eno being a great man with us, <laughs> with a sausage. Uh, I, so. I was impressed that Adam dressed in proper clothes and wasn't in his bathrobe. That was quite a relief. <laughs> I was noticing that I did notice that too. That um, I was just noticing Adam and and definitely Larry. I mean, Larry's his own little animal. But Adam, if you think of Adam there compared to when he was on the Cleveland Skype call that he did, he's way yeah. more relaxed when he's by himself than he is with the other guy. Like it seems like he's yeah, that's yeah. Bono Edge yeah. kind of put him in like a I have to speak official mode, whereas uh, 
Yes. Mm-hmm. The Skype call, he was kind of just a man sipping tea at his house or whatever. <laughs> Edge was very much in charge as well, wasn't he? he yeah, he definitely. Was, he, he knew what he was doing, didn't he? He was very, very uh, professional about it. Yeah. And handing Larry the horn was was key. Part of I, I I must I I need to watch that on a bigger screen. I was watching on my phone, so I didn't see that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put understand. it on put it on full screen on your computer, and you'll see you'll see Larry's smirks and and fun stuff <laughs> along with it. And when Bono almost filibustered, there was one moment or there was one answer. I think it might have been the one where he was talking about the songs, how he'd given Allie the sweetest thing or whatever, and. Yeah. They were all kind of, you could tell they were like, Bono, then enough, <laughs> enough, stop talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> Makes you wonder if they heard Andy Green's filibuster on the podcast a few weeks back. Right. Yeah. He, I think the, uh, and then was there, there was Chris Martin asking a question. Chris, I forget where he was. Studying, oh, he's just, I think he said from England, a big fan or whatever. Three, three part question about uh, some musical technology terminology. And then uh, what was the second one was, uh, Related to the treadmills, pun, the pun about with or without you. Oh yeah, and then yeah, Hugh, who's without Hugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, again, yeah, There's some good fun with it. I guess it was good that they had a bit of that fun. It was like the fifteen minutes or ten minutes of of technicians talking at the beginning, which obviously wasn't part of the plan. Kind of uh, was a, a bit of an odd mm-hmm. setup for it, but so once the band got warmed up and going, it was they were having a bit of fun. I, I noted the other thing was that there was around twelve or thirteen thousand people on the live stream, from what I could see on the on the ticker tape at the top. So that I, I, th- I guess that's fairly decent, isn't it? This time oh, of the it day, oh, it was three hundred and four thousand. Oh, I, sna- I, I screenshot it. Yeah, it was 304,000. Wow. When you think about all the time that, zones that, that are taken uh, into consideration and everything. If, yeah. if that doesn't prove that I really was watching on a small screen because I thought it said 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may, maybe earlier, maybe you were looking at the number earlier when people were just joining too. I mean, it, it probably was, yeah. It's about what we get for the podcast live stream, give or take uh, 300,000. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> easy. All right. Well, we're going to keep these brief, like I said. Uh, and any sort of final thoughts or, or I, I was, I'm, I was glad they did this. I'm always kind of like, it feels like it's not that hard to do, guys. You could do this, you know, once a month if you really wanted to. And yeah. you don't have to just do it because you happen to also be shilling for a, you know, a massive <laughs> a, a album release thing that's happening today as well, pre order that's happening today. Um, you know, to t- t- take 10 minutes out of your busy day or whatever to talk to the fans. And, um, but yeah, what were your guys' thoughts in, in closing? I, th- I think, um, personally, yeah, I'd agree with that, Chris. Um, Chris, there's no two ways about it. They need to do more of that type of stuff, probably a little bit more professionally, but they do need to do it a little bit more. And just a few more updates about what's happening with the album, because it's nearly a year now since Adam put out the, uh, tweet or whatever it was on facebook i think um where you know the the birth of the album recording that seemed quite a while back now mm-hmm. didn't we get a teaser today that they were going to reveal something in april i think we did well i think that might be the red hill mining town um it may be re-recording oh yeah. it may be but yeah. but we never know you never know and it's um, record store day as well in april so perhaps it's going to be true. released yeah, oh, that would be that April. would be nice. I wish they'd make yeah. a nice a nice um, LP release out of it. But to answer yeah. Chris's initial question, I think they should do this on each channel. So I think there should be like a, a Twitter Q and A that's just you know text or whatever where people send in and then they respond on Twitter yeah. and then just tag it. You know the way that they do it when they're just right. posting stuff. That's and then 
Yeah, and then something maybe they could get creative on Instagram and do something, answer in pictures or answer in drawings. Bono loves to draw like John Lennon, you know. Do something. Hmm. Do something on each channel because each channel has their own audience. As as much as they'd like to think that every fan follows them on every channel, that's really not the case. Yeah, how about you, Sienna? Um, Edge held the show together, really, didn't he? I think he was leading it all. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see them back on back on form again they need as as they have said need to do it more often needs to be more of it <laughs> and i'll quickly go around uh, just because the joshua tree uh anniversary edition was released today in various forms lps cds etc uh again going aaron tasula and and sienna did you pre-order and if so what did you do aaron go ahead Oh, I'll be getting it. There's no two ways about it. Every version you can possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. There's no, I mean, it, it, it's, it's not even worth asking me, is it? I'm bound to do that. In fact, after this podcast is finished, I'm up in the attic to extend it further. Right. That's true. How about you? Yes, I ordered the, the bag deluxe set with the vinyls, and then I also ordered the smaller CD set, the two CD set, so I could get the white CD. Nice. And Sienna, how about you? Um, I haven't ordered yet, but I'd love to order the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, we do get the um, digital downloads with the vinyl. So that's why I didn't feel the need to get the four CD. Set. Yeah, that was, I was a little worried about that, but the, it, it, it is buried in the text somewhere, isn't it? On YouTube.com, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Just like you can't use your coupon is also buried in the text. <laughs> oh, well. I think they did Somewhere. that before, didn't they? But the actual Which was baby painful. One, you could yeah. Use the coupon. Yeah, you can basically get like a poster from you know uh, ten years ago with your coupon. So good luck with that. And I'll fly <laughs> the flag of the folks that the cheap folks or the folks who can't afford it, whichever category you fall into. I'm going to wait for the digital version that presumably will be re- released in June of some sort. I'm hoping the the remixes and the B sides form appear somehow, other than having to spend 120 bucks US on a box set. I know but- how they didn't. I know how they didn't release this for free. Yeah, exactly. This one did just appear yeah. in my mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah not all of us that not all of us that bought it can necessarily afford it. But yeah, that didn't stop us. Exactly, and that's that's totally fair. That's what I, I uh, yeah, I should preface that by saying there's no. I un- completely get the idea of of spending 120 or 160 or 300 or whatever it ends up being. Uh, the final tally, I'm sure Aaron will have to explain that credit card line item to uh, the misses <laughs> when she doesn't have the sweetest so- thing to help pay for it. And to be fair, it's because it's this album. Like, if they did this with pop, I would not buy it. So Aaron still go. would. I know. Oh. I'm not a completist. I'm not a completist yeah. the way he is. I just buy See, the stuff that I like. Chris, what you do is you get it delivered to work. That's how you. That's how you get around it all. I work from home. That's the problem. So that's what I, uh, I guess I'll, I'll have to get a, an office first. Okay. Well, let's wrap this B side up quickly, if you can. Uh, where on Twitter can folks uh, forward to seeing your photos of the box set? For me, it's at Ivanobe. I V A N O B E. At Tasula T A S S O U L A. And Sienna, I don't know if you know if you have Twitter or if you're on. I don't use it much. I'm mainly on Instagram. It's at Sienna underscore Jamez with a. Z or there Z. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I'm I Chris on Twitter and you can follow, of course, Twitter, Twitter, you can follow Twitter. You can follow the, uh, at YouTube podcast at uh, goodstuff.fm slash ATU2 and at U2.com, of course, is the website. ATU2 is the Twitter handle. Facebook.com slash, what is it? ATU2. I don't have it in front of me. Something like that. Well, f- you'll find it. Thanks. Yeah. At U2.com maybe. At U2.com. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So. You'll figure it out. Thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye.